Hello and welcome to Movie of the Year, the only podcast with the science and the screaming to pick the best movie of any given year. And this year we are doing 1991. We are on to round two and we're just going to get to it. Our first matchup of the second round is number one overall seed, The Silence of the Lambs versus number 32 seed, The Last Boy Scout. Ryan, it's time to let it go, bud. I am going to write The Last Boy Scout down. Yes. And it's now the number one Patreon favorite. Not like favorite to do, which it is, but also the favorite of our Patreon people. Mm-hmm. Guys, I think that this movie is important to maybe help me let it go. You know, like I think it's important to do this movie so that you can like move so on. So Greg yeah, and I can, can intellectually tear it apart so you have to you, move on. Kinda, yeah. And like it is sexist, it is racist, yes, it's mostly yes. sexist. Uh yeah. there's a lot that's bad, it's but it's horribly sexist. Um but Silence of the Lambs has what it takes to beat last boy scout yes and anthony hopkins do you agree mike yes yeah there's no way okay number 16 greg's pick bugsy versus number 17 say see the double life of veronique does veronique have the come and see vibes right now yes. or if it's foreign it does, it does. <laughs> i have to say bugsy barely beat out dogfight and the idea that it's gonna like take down two probably superior movies is making me too scared to <laughs> i can't even back this up anymore <laughs> there's just no way all right, so that is the what's it called again, Ryan? Double Life, uh, t- winner of two battles. Just who saw that coming? No. Yeah, dude, Very two battles, did. and it is itself a double life. We'll move out of the way, little thing. All right, up next is number eight seed, the Adams Family versus number forty seed, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, <laughs> yeah. Wait, Secret of the yeah. Use? Yeah, the Secret of the Use Adam's one, family. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, definitely bigger cultural impact. I'm not even going to write Secret of the Ooze down for Patreon, Mike. Damn it. Yeah. I was going to say, it's clearly I a know. Patreon. All uh, right, I'll do it. Oh, yeah, write it down because you know what? It makes everybody feel good. Yeah, I feel like that matters. Like <laughs> when I vote. But Adam's Family might be a legit good movie. Yes. Secret of the Ooze is, here's, here's the answer to the secret. I it's guarantee not. there's and, parts of Adam's Family that are legit entertaining. I mm-hmm. mean, there's great performances in that movie by standout performers. Christina Reach. And that is one uh, I think people, a lot of people in our generation, I've rewatched Adam's Family Values literally countless times. It's become the it's the one Thanksgiving rewatch. I have uh-huh. do not remember having seen Adam's Family past the nineties. Well, it will be very fun to peep that strong sexual energy. <laughs> also tied to family, and that may have had an impact on culture in ways that we did not like. Up next is number nine seed Hook. Rufio versus number 24 seed Hearts of Darkness. All right, we did it. Let's get it the fuck out of there. You're right. Mike, can you hook, 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 give the people. We want people to listen to our show, right? Oh, crap. Oh, first of all, that hurts deeply. And second of all, that's such a good point. Who's going to be like, oh, good. The Hearts of Darkness episode is up versus people are going to be like, oh, hook, yay. But Mike, are you ready for... Just like uh, Last Boy Scout, are you ready for me and Greg to school you on why this is a shitty movie? I think you'll finally have your comeuppance, Ryan, and realize it's not a shitty movie. This, like, was, like we said, backdrafts is a special effects thing. Uh-huh. This movie is just a exhibition of sets. Uh-huh. They're yeah. like, they, that's probably how they pitched this movie. We're going to build Goonies-style sets. Mike, what do you think should move on? Hook. Ryan, what do you think should move on? <laughs> Thinking about all the reasons why we make picks and do the show. It's Hook. No! 
didn't think I would. I thought that. Mike, you can't vote that way. It's not my you vote. Can- it was my argument that swayed him. You, I know. Okay, but you can't. If you don't want it to go a certain way, don't vote for that I way. Do. I was going to be happy either way. I just also I think I'm right. I just think it's hilarious. And also, we don't really do documentaries on this. Yeah, show. I'm just, like, I, the documentary part made me nervous. I'm, yeah. So, Hook Lose On. Very exciting. I can't wait to see what it matches up with next. All right. Thelma and Louise are number four seed versus number 36, La Belle Nuise. Uh, I mean... The French can only go so far. This is a slam dunk, yeah. right? Right, Mike, you agree this yeah. is a slam dunk? Especially because we can say Thelma and Luis, and it's basically That's combining French. the two. Same, same deal. Okay, well then how about number 13 seed Paris is Burning versus number 20 seed Naked Lunch? Maybe a documentary does move on. Yeah, I, w- I would take Paris is Burning. I, I okay. like voting when I can make Greg happy. Greg, we're going to watch a movie about the drag scene versus a Cronenberg movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's called Better Know Your Greg. <laughs> and you did. That was a great exhibition of that. So Paris is Burning is moving on. Good luck to you, Paris is Burning. This is not episodes time. And right. That's why we're not being rowdy right. when we pick winners. All right. We're being This gentlemen. is us calm. All right. How about number five, my own private Idaho. Versus number 37, La Femme Nikita. Yeah, I mean, like, if we're talking about discourse since 91, then La Femme Nikita has almost, like, had its time and then completely gone away. Mm. It, I think it, it will feel dated, whereas My Own Private Idaho, I think, started some things. It's, it's I think rising. that, it, yeah, it started, uh, it helped start this and revolution. For for me, mostly for the listeners who it's been a week or a few days, uh, what is up, My Own Private Idaho? My own private Idaho is, of course, the Gus Van Sant movie starring River Phoenix and oh. Keanu Reeves. Yes, yes, that's the one. Yeah, which is probably going to be more fun for us to talk about, right, than La Femme Nikita. More fun to, for us to talk about than watch as well. <laughs> hey, that's what makes a good movie. All right, how about this next matchup? Number 12, Boys in the Hood versus number 21, My Girl. Fuck you, Greg. This is a toughie, right? This is a toughie. This, uh this one, Ryan, would you say uh, the prospect of losing my girl here stings? <laughs> How many of these does he have? Right, right. Well, now I want my girl to move on, so he has to think of a third one for the next round. I'll just comb through all of these. Honeycomb, that one fucking counts. That counts, it counts. All right. I don't want the whole hive coming at me for that one. And Boys in the Hood is... Uh, what? What is the movie? Yeah. What, what do you mean? What is the movie? Are there That's bees like in one that? The... Is Macaulay Culkin in that? Oh, Macaulay Culkin's not in that. No. no, but it is one of the the biggest movies of the '90s. Like, would it have been better though if he was one of the boys in the hood? I, it would be different. I think uh, that might be a hard performance for a young Macaulay Culkin to pull that off in a way that was genuine and then also acceptable. The, I mean, my girl. I I've, I know we're not voting, but I would say that maybe my girl moves up to the top of the Patreon because we cannot lose Boys in the and Hood in '91. We, we yeah, and like let's think of the rankings, right? This is the number twelve movie, Boys in the Hood, which that's a low ranking for that particular movie, I believe. Versus twenty one, My Girl, that's accurate to me. That makes sense to me. Uh, uh, you know, it's a big movie, Boys in the Hood, not to to have lose to My Girl, which is a, a fine movie. It's also Boys versus Girl, and and we're sexist, but we're not racist. Uh, and it feels like John Singleton's one of those names where it's like we should do a John Singleton movie at some point, but this is the only one of his movies we should do. This is this is definitely his best movie. Although he did direct a fast movie. I know, too fast, too furious. He did do Poetic Justice, which is not a great movie. What the fuck are you talking about? That is Janet. You so shut your fucking. That doesn't mouth. mean and it has Tupac. <laughs> they both cannot act. Mike, can I count that as your vote? Yeah. Ryan, what is your vote? It's Boys in the Hood. Yeah. 
Next up, number two, the winner, Terminator 2 Judgment Day versus number 34, which you are not allowed to vote for. What about Bob? (laughs) (laughs) What about T-800? It would be a kind of funny joke if we accidentally voted out Terminator 2 so that we could vote for What About Bob. But I'm going to flex an early look at how I'm going to be hosting this season and ultimately not let anybody even vote. (laughs) What? Yep, it's going to get worse. Unprecedented. (laughs) Uh, Dictator. Up up next, a big dictator. Uh, Up next, number 15, Daughters of the Dust versus number 18, JFK. This feels like another... This is harsh, right, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, this but is yours. This is Ryan's pick. You remember from last week, Dodge the Dust. Again, like we get to pick off bracket movies and put them on. And part of the reason that they never make it is because they weren't on the bracket. Like, yeah, if yeah. they're Dodge the Dust is should be talked about, should be watched, but that's not super what the bracket's all about. Yeah, uh, and JFK has put it. No, I already said that about huge. JFK. It's a huge movie. So, do you agree, Mike? JFK moving on. Yeah. Also, Oliver Stone is so upset about us kicking out the doors. We have to do this. We got to throw him a bone. Oliver, listen, we're doing what we can. Okay, bud. Thank you for listening to the show. But honestly, it can be overbearing sometimes. All right. Number seven, Cape Fear versus number 26, Robin Hood, Prince (gasps) of the Thieves. Uh, Get the fuck out of here, Cape Fear. I'm done. Okay. Let's make it a Costner-filled season. I think Prince of Thieves owns 91 more than Cape Fear does. I uh, I guess I think that's true. I'm wondering again if if our youth is showing a little <laughs> bit because like you're talking to three dudes. Like Mike, did you watch this you watched this movie a lot when you were a kid, right? So much. I I probably this one seen on VHS. this Yeah, like we have seen this movie probably a combined 100 times or more. I burned out my VHS copy and my cassette of the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, dude. Wow. Okay, so that makes me think that we're ready to <laughs> vote, Mike. Scorsese, yeah, yeah, I'm voting Robin Hood. Dude, this is not. Look, Cape Fear is iconic, I guess, but this is not like all time Scorsese. This is this no. is like Shutter Island. I'm playing with a genre Scorsese. And we were drawn to 91 because of our personal relationship with the movie of 91, and because that of may Kevin Costner and because of Robin Hood. That may be expressing itself just a little bit. <laughs> all I, right, I'll put Cape Fear on the yeah, Patreon put list. Put it on the Patreon list. We're not really committed to that movie, though. I, that's on the bottom of the list for me. I mean, it, that feels more like we feel like we should say right. that than we than we because the do. Scorsese because the Scorsese and because it just it does feel like a big movie, but I don't know. Number ten, our next matchup is number ten, Barton Fink versus number twenty three, Slacker. This is the Coen Brothers versus Linklater. This is pretty tough, that's right? Rough. These are both on my director's team. I I think people talk about Barton Fink still. Nobody really talks about the Slacker. That I agree with. That that sounds right to me. I can't remember the last time I heard someone reference Slacker. Well, I mean, it's hard because it's they were already, they've already been initiated. Like they were already, they did you know, Blood Simple, right? Yeah, like so it'd be like Blood Simple versus Slacker. That would be mm-hmm. something. But this is pre Linklater, Linklater, and already just about to blow up Coen Brothers. And I, I I think we have to go with a more polished movie. Yeah. You know, I think Slacker is so important and there would be so much to talk about in an episode, but it it doesn't have a chant. In, yeah. in this nonstop Simpsons reference that has <laughs> been the intro episodes for 91, it doesn't have a chant. All right. Mike, do you agree? Barton Fink moving on. One of these movies makes us chant and it's not Slacker. Just have a chant. It's so easy, really. All right. Our next matchup is number three, Beauty and the Beast versus number 30, 
The Naked Gun, two and a half. Are we ready to just say goodbye to The Naked Gun? Yeah, come on. Beauty and the Beast is going to win this whole bracket. Again, it would have been nice to see the juice. <laughs> well, he might be in Beauty and the Beast. Who knows? In there somewhere. Our next matchup is number 51, The Reflecting Skin, versus number 19, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Wow, Bogus Journey. Sometimes it just breaks for you, so you just <laughs> cruise to the third round, no problem. <laughs> that's it. That's crazy. Yeah, Bogus, bogus Journey, baby. Bogus Journey, a movie that we don't talk about that much, but clearly is like very important to each one of us individually. <laughs> none of us, none of us have ever said "station" to each other in twenty-five years no. of friendship. And th- with the second that movie was brought up, we were like, "Station, <laughs> station, of course." <laughs> it's like a being in two different bodies. And uh, up next, number six, Point Break versus number thirty-eight, Hot Shots. And Hot Shots, you made it so far, but yeah, but that's you, crazy. You ma- it's, we're at point break time now, aren't we, gentlemen? For Hot Shots and Naked Gun 2.5, colon, the smell of fear, to be booted out so close together is rough. It's a, For it's my a favorite genre. Farce. <laughs> Parody. But I guess Point Break moves on. Wouldn't you agree, Mike? Point Break is, is yes, the movie not here. Yes, contest. Yeah. Just surf crime? That's so cool. <laughs> there should be more surf crime movies. Up next, number 11, A Brighter Summer Day versus number 22, The Fisher King. Oh. Ryan, I'm just I'm just going to double your vote here, bud. Whatever you do, that's what I'm going to do, too. Based on their pitches, and one of these was argued as the come and see of 1991. Yeah, right? I got to go Bright Summer Day. But it's a tough matchup, though, because yeah. I was kind of excited about both these. Terry Gillum totally. and the search for the, the Holy Grail in modern times. I really was, too. This is a bummer. It's a bummer, but ultimately it's a brighter summer day, right, everyone? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is the end of our second round. And so now we are down to 16. Is that correct? That we're down to 16? That means that if you win this, you're in this. You're in. Yeah. You win and you're in this next round when we come back. Okay. Here's where it gets real, right? When we say a winner now, we're doing a show about that episode. About that movie. It will be an episode about that show. All right. Our first matchup of this third round. This is for the show. The Silence of the Lambs, number one seed versus the double life of Veronique. I really wanted to watch the double life of Veronique. I know. The whole time we talked about it, we were like, oh, we're going to enjoy watching this movie. And we forgot that it's so hard to actually make it all the way into the final eight. And a movie. A movie like this always has its moment in the sun, but then ultimately... This is the number one seed. Do you guys have any... Like, nobody has said, and this has what it takes to take the whole thing down. Do you guys have any faith or... Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. It's about about serial killers. In the last year. Yeah. And there is so much great in it, and because we are 30 years out, and our ideas of uh, the trans community and sexual grown, there's so much, like, to talk about, like, I think it's going to be a fucking... Great movie and could take it all down. <laughs> and in conclusion, could take it all down. Take it all. <laughs> and with that, we are guaranteed to do an episode about the silence of the lambs. Up next, Mike, sit down, buddy. Uh, Here no, comes no. number eight, the Adams family versus number nine, Hook. <sighs> yeah. Somebody else, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think Hook made it so far. 
You know, it really did. Again, like we said in the last round against Ninja Turtles 2, um, <laughs> Addo's family might actually be good. We know for a fact Hook yeah. is not good. We do not know that. We do know that for a fact. And again, when we say Addo's family is good, I think that's the second one. Is My vote is for sh- Hook. Arms is this what the show, like the the motto of the show, Greg, that I am the science and he is the screaming, just <laughs> screaming about Hook? I think we all take our turn being the science and the screaming and the crying, really. And right now, Mike, it's time for tears for you because, Ryan, I know you're a vote for the Adams I family. Am. Mike, you're a vote for Hook, but I'm a vote for the Adams family. And see, all of you Hook nerds out there, I could see you getting pissed off because we picked some French movie above it. But you can't get pissed that we picked Adams. Like, no. That's also your jam, Hook fans, is no. the Adams family. Yeah. I. All emails will be filed under the who cares if you try to email us about that last matchup, okay? That's a special file we have. Don't worry. Hook's on Patreon, baby. Our next matchup. Ready to get our hearts broken again, everybody? Our next matchup is number four, Thelma and Louise versus number 13, Paris is Burning. And what can you do? We were excited about Paris is Burning. We talked about it like we were definitely going to watch it. But Thelma and Louise, really? I mean, 1991. Do we see 91 really shaping up here? Yeah. Right? Like, these are the big movies. They are the the, the Titanic movies of 91. But not Titanic, because that was 97. Not Titanic, because that was a different year. I, I mean, it sucks to say this, but uh, the meme givers, you know, the, that Thelma and Louise is, and yeah. just the movies that stood the test of time. Paris is Burning and- is so influential in its subject matter and its mm. style, you know, that like it influence the whole generation of documentarians but Thumb and Louise is 91 as shit could would you say Ryan it could take the whole thing down yeah yeah you don't believe that you don't think it could take the whole thing <laughs> no, down I do I do I do I think it could take the whole thing down there I said it <laughs> up next either one of these movies could take the whole thing down uh number five my private Idaho versus number 12 boys in the hood boys in the hood I yeah I'm I'm gonna watch my own private Idaho for my own Patreon thing that you two are not even invited to. Why would you not invite us? <sighs> that did feel mean yeah, out of was... nowhere, and I'm I'm sorry. I just thought you wouldn't do it, and before you could reject me, I was gonna reject yeah, you. Yeah, that's you know? your way. That's yeah. how you do it. It's yeah. like at your wedding where you threw your ring at your soon-to-be wife's face just yeah. so she didn't have the chance to say no. And I just I wanted her to interpret what that meant. <laughs> Um, or the thing where when your bride threw her bouquet, you ran out to the floor and grabbed it yourself. People who weren't around in the early 90s don't understand how much Los Angeles gang culture, how prevalent it was. It's <laughs> all we talked about. It was everything in the news. Everything you could do at school was based on whether or not they thought gangs were doing it in L.A. Yeah. Boys we couldn't wear Looney Tunes clothes for a while at school. <laughs> we couldn't wear clothes of Looney Tunes wearing clothes that they would wear in Boys in the Hood. It was a strange time, folks. Uh I yeah I gotta go boys in the hood. It does. I mean, it just this one jumps out at you. Like it, I, I think it's it's very apparent. You agree, Mike? Boys in the hood. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And it, did this give us Cuba? Is this what started to launch him up? Yeah, and, and then he ruled a, the nineties. This is also what I I think what gave us Lawrence Fishburne. Like he had been mm-hmm. in a billion movies before this, but as Trey's dad, Trey's Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, he has a couple of speeches that are straight up monologues. Like should be in a play, but they are powerful. They're important. Well, we will be doing an episode about 1991's Boys in the Hood. Up next, this is crazy to me. Number two, Terminator 2 Judgment Day, the movie that we're obligated to pick, versus number 18, JFK, another movie that feels like you're supposed to talk about when you talk about 1991. Yeah. Uh... This is the most difficult matchup we've had yet. Wouldn't you agree, everybody? Yeah, this is rough. It's Look, we know one of these movies is better. And we know it's more important to us. It just feels wrong that, automatically voting for it. 
And it has robots on top of everything else. The better I movie. I don't know that Terminator 2 is a better movie. The JFK? Yes. Oliver Stone, can you make good movies, though? I've actually not seen real evidence of that. Okay, well, then maybe keep your voice not getting so high-pitchy when you say things. <laughs> okay, how about that? Yes, he can make good movies. JFK is his best. Well, Born on the Fourth of July might be. This doesn't matter. Uh, I... <laughs> I mean, all I can say is the same shit that I always say, which is now I want this to be moved up to the top of the... Right. We're, are, we're not doing a bonus season? Like, what the Somebody fuck, should. Dude? This is fucking bullshit. It's very difficult. It's it's hard to pick a movie of the year. But when I think of, like, a movie of a year, Terminator 2 seems yeah. like... I mean, we, we can't pick against Terminator 2. No. But yeah. JFK... They will come from the future and kill us if we try. JFK will get a show this season. I promise you that. One way or another... JFK is gonna find you. He's gonna get you, get you, get you. Get All you, right. Get you, get you. Up next, I don't. I think this is reverse chalk here. It's number twenty six seed Robin Hood, P- Prince of Thieves, versus number ten seed Barton Fink. But I have gotten the sense from this episode that Robin Hood, like, has entree into the final. I, I think one of these movies defines ninety one. It's not Barton Fink. Absolutely not, Greg. Uh, Mike and I can scream and uh, jump around like fucking morons, like for part of the goddamn house of pain rap band <laughs> but no you're not kevin costner's bullshit english accent is not passing the common so brother. we're saying kevin costner who owned 91 isn't going to be in the final eight in any way shape or form that's absurd we already gave him the year 91 do we also have to give him this podcast yes for, robin and prince of thieves features the song everything i do open parentheses i do it for you close parentheses i there's nothing like that in Barton Fink. Uh, for, for Barton most Fink has of the us, song, Everything I Think, I Think Barton Fink. For, for most of us, we're like, that song's amazing. Should I look into Brian Adams' back catalog? And then we heard Summer of 69. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to call it. What's it going to be? Mike, is it Robin Hood or is it Barton Fink? Look, I don't like who I am either, but it's got to be the movie that more defined 91, and it's Robin Hood. Barton Fink. So that means I have to decide. It's just going to be so much more interesting to... To talk about Barton Don't feel Fink. bad, dude. Robin Hood's not... I know that I, I seem like I'm very a very different person in each segment or each <laughs> round, but it's because of the movie that it's up against, and this is up against Barton Fink. Like, we already have the Adams Family. Like, I feel like, like we're how doing... Much does Mike, Mike's childhood want? We're doing one of the fun fun movies. Barton Don't Fink worry, is, Robin Hood will be getting a show no matter what. I guess we're just allowed to declare that. <laughs> I mean, you have access to the podcast feed. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> We've all gone crazy. All right. <laughs> Next up is number three, Beauty and the Beast versus number 19, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Hey, Bill and Ted. You made it this far. Yeah, it was like hanging out with them for a while, wasn't it, everybody? We got to talk about some of their greatest hits. We we mentioned Station quite a bit. Mike brought up that it's it's Bill and Ted in a Bergman movie, which is just (laughs) so fascinating. (laughs) Who was that for? That's crazy. But I'm guessing it's Beauty and the Beast, right, everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's hard to say that we're not going to do Beauty and the Beast. Well, that's a show now. We are going to do Beauty and the Beast. All right. Up next, Point Break, number six versus 11, A Brighter Summer Day. Okay. So do we have a come and see in the final seven? Okay. So what do we have so far? I don't think we do. So we have Silence of the Lambs, The Addams Family, Thelma and Louise, Boys in the Hood, Terminator 2, Barton Fink, and Beauty and the Beast. Point Break will get a show no matter what. You best believe. Point Break is an okay movie, but it 
and it we don't have any one but like let's get some fucking films in here let's get at least <laughs> one in there right right at the very end we can we can steer the ship into movie town these episodes are so crazy like i swear to god every round it just b- depends on who you're against but throughout three hours of this show and the last show combined we've been screaming about how great point break is and now i'm thinking like is it that good is it, is it that good it's just movie? when you when, i mean you asked about what the se- where the season was and when you look at the movies we have in the season it feels like we're missing something and what yeah. we're missing is is a movie that's like a film school movie or whatever <laughs> yes i agree you, you have to have one that we've not seen that could shake it up that could change how we view yes. film uh point break love it not gonna do that well shit that's awesome so do you agree ryan i do a brighter summer, brighter summer day, day a movie where if you showed me a still from it i wouldn't even know that i was looking at it I, I, a movie i know absolutely nothing about point break a movie i've seen a million times but we just have a bunch of those we have we have yeah. terminator 2 like terminator 2 is in there it's representing a lot adam's family is in there it's representing a lot right this is how it works so let's go over just briefly what the the movies are silence of the lambs adam's family Thelma and Louise, Boys in the Hood, Terminator 2, Barton Fink, Beauty and the Beast, A Brighter Summer D- Day. What a Gentlemen. wild season. What the fuck? One I of love those our movies, show. <laughs> one of those movies is 1991's Movie of the Year. Any thoughts before we before we finish up here? I do like we definitely did predict way back last week. Uh, before we started the bracket, we did predict that like this is going to seem more fun than before. And uh, 75 was hard on us, man. 75 yeah. put us through the ringer. Yeah. And I'm so like, and I, I think that Brighter Summer Day is like a positive movie. And then we've got like seven sort of blockbuster bangers. Like, yeah. this is going to be so different than before. And I'm stoked. And then after 91, we'll go back to some deep, dark, depressing year that makes us feel sure. better about oh, our film sure. watching. Yeah. But this year is going to be. Popcorn entertainment. Movies where we like drag ourselves into the studio and then we're like, I'll never watch this ever again in my <laughs> entire life. It changed me as a person. It was very good. Let's do this. Next year we'll do like movie of the year, nineteen fifty five, Germany only. You know, just to like really <laughs> just to punish hard. ourselves. And we'll all wear horsehair vests while doing it. Well, that is the end of the intro episodes. You lucky dogs actually got two intro episodes. When we come back next week, we are going to be talking about one of these movies, and it might just turn out to be 1991's Movie of the Year. I'm Greg. Thanks for sticking with us, everybody. And hey, keep watching them movies.